To listen ad-free and to get a shout-out on the show, you can now upgrade to Koala Shine Plus via the link in the show notes. But before we get started on today's episode, I've got a quick word from our friends and trusted sponsors who help make our free stories possible. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionised over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cosy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey Koala Kids, welcome to our brand new show, Koala Shine. I'm Kelly, and I'll be reading you daytime stories and giving you facts and ideas that will blow your socks off. And I hope to hear from you too. Now, today, we're going to Borneo to meet a sun bear named Nectar, who's on a mission to find an animal that loves the sun more than him. He thinks it's simply impossible. I wonder if he's right. Along his journey, our friend Nectar the Bear is going to find himself in a few topsy-turvy scenarios. We'll hear how he gets swept into a treacherous, swirling, whirling river, is booped around by a shark in the infamous Java Sea, and also finds himself in a very sticky situation. So, let's put on our jetpacks and fly to Borneo. Do you know what kind of animals Borneo is home to? Is it A. Orangutans B. Donkeys Or C. Kangaroos If you think you know the answer, say it out loud now, clever clogs. The answer is... A. Orangutans Borneo is a jungle-covered island in Indonesia, where orangutans famously live. It's home to creatures of all kinds. Monkeys, leopards, and even pygmy elephants. That means they're teeny tiny. But Borneo is also home to a special kind of black bear with a golden patch on its chest that looks like the sunshine. It's a sun bear, also known as a honey bear, as that's its favorite thing to eat. Let's go meet one now. It was the bright, shiny, no mistakes in it yet beginning of a brand new day. And deep in the heart of the Borneo jungle, a creature was stirring. The creature pointed his toes and wriggled his nose and breathed in huge lungfuls of the hot, damp jungle air. He slowly opened his eyes. First the left and then the right and he looked up at the leaves above him, dancing with dappled sunlight. Another glorious, gorgeous, sunshiny day, just the way he liked them. He rolled over, a big, black mass of fur gingerly navigating towards the very edge of his specially made sleeping platform. One last wiggle, and there he was, in the solid streak of sunshine. Ah, he thought to himself, bliss, absolutely.
absolute bliss. I should probably introduce you to the creature, since after all, we are peering into his world and staring at him more than just a little. He's called Nectar, and he is a beautiful, shiny-furred, white-nosed, long-tongued sun bear. With the longest tongue of any bear, he'll find honey anywhere. A golden patch upon his chest tells others he loves sun the best. When he was very small, so small he could probably fit in your sock drawer, Nectar's mother started showing him how to build a sleeping platform high up in the trees. Over the years, he's created quite a collection of platforms and nests. So even if you go and bury yourself deep in that Borneo jungle, you're unlikely to ever see him. But here we are, peering in at him. Nectar, are you sure you love the sun more than all other animals? Nectar looks up. He looks around. He sees nobody. Keep very quiet. And perhaps he won't spot us hiding behind this tree. You! Yes, you! Stop giggling. I hear you, and he will too. Nectar isn't sure at all where the voice is coming from, but the question makes him scratch his head a little. He climbs slowly down the tree and wanders across to a pool, his favourite pool, surrounded by deep green ferns and flowers that come and go in a single night. He leans over the pool and checks to see the golden circle is still there, emblazoned on his chest. He breathes a sigh of relief. With a golden patch upon my chest, I surely love the sun the best. But Nectar feels a little something at the back of his brain. A niggly, nagging, annoying little something that says in a teeny tiny, whingy, whiny voice. Perhaps? Maybe? Possibly? Is there someone? Could there really be? Someone who loves the sun more than me? Nectar decides that the only way to get rid of this irritating voice that asks the same questions over and over and over is to head off into the world and find the answer. To prepare himself for his voyage, for he knows the world to be very big and very round and surely an awfully long way to walk, he climbs a few trees and tucks into the nectar-filled beehives, gobbling up all the honey he can find. Honey drips from his chin and onto his chest, and he tries to rub it off with a giant paw. But then his paw is covered in honey too. And before he knows it, Nectar is covered from head to toe in honey. There's nothing else for it but to dive into the pool. And he bunches together a group of twigs to use as a brush. Nectar is so busy brushing and scrubbing and cleaning and de-sticking himself that he doesn't notice he gets to the very edge of the pool and is suddenly poured away into the river. To be honest, he doesn't notice as he's swept along in the river, bumping gently against rocks here and there, dashing his way along with his little pile of sticks to the place all rivers go. All streams. All rivers, all over the world, 
always end up in the exact same place. They trickle and rush and crash and roll their way into the seas and oceans, which is exactly where nectar suddenly ends up. Landing with something of a bump and a thump atop a giant loggerhead turtle. Golly, says nectar. Goodness, says the turtle. And the two of them look at each other, blinking and a bit confused, because in the normal course of events, sun bears and loggerhead turtles have remarkably little to do with each other. I have to ask, says Nectar. What are you doing here? Just floating about? Turtles love to bask and float, acting sort of like a boat. We idle in the sun for days, soaking up the warmest rays. Nectar scratches his head and points to the glorious golden patch that gave him his name. With a golden patch upon my chest, I surely love the sun the best. The turtle shrugs his shoulders. Not that Nectar can see that, because the turtle's shoulders are deep within its shell, and paddles his huge flippers a little, moving himself towards a particularly tasty-looking morsel of seaweed that's floating by. You love the sun, I love the sun. Does it matter who loves it the most? He asks. I suppose not, says Nectar, trailing off. He isn't convinced at all. Surely it matters that he loves the sun more than the turtle does. He keeps opening and shutting his mouth, trying to come up with a solid argument. But then it all becomes a little irrelevant as suddenly he begins to be lifted high, high, high above the sea. The turtle wriggles out from under him, flaps his flipper as a cheery farewell, and dives back into the depths of the deep blue sea. Nectar just stands there, clinging on to whatever it is that keeps lifting him up, up, up above the surface in the waves. And then, just as suddenly, he feels himself falling down and crashing back into the sea with a smash and a splash. Nectar looks down and realizes he's holding on to a fin. He looks around, but can only see a huge gray body and the fin poking above the waterline. So he sticks his head into the sea and says, in a very muffled and distorted voice, because the water messes it up, excuse me, but who are you? A huge open mouth turns and two small eyes blink at him and a gurgling sound comes back through the water. I am, of course, a basking shark, the second largest fish. To float in waters warmed by sun is quite my greatest wish. You love the sun too? asks Nectar his eyes almost as wide as the basking shark's giant, toothless mouth. Oh, absolutely, replies the shark. It's even in my name. I love to lie in the sunshine, so I'm called a basking shark. I love the sun so much it's in my name too, says Nectar. I'm a sun bear. The basking shark turns and grins. Well... I guess we both love the sun then. 
with a golden patch upon my chest. I surely love the sun the best. The basking shark laughs, sending huge ripples out across the sea. <laughs> you love the sun, I love the sun. Does it matter who loves it the most? He asks. I suppose not, says Nectar. The turtle had said exactly the same thing. Nectar is still fairly sure it is important who loves the sun more than anyone else. But a little niggling doubt is appearing at the back of his mind. It's the same niggling, nagging, annoying, teeny tiny, whingy whiny voice he'd heard before. Only this time it's saying, does it? Should it? Could it? You want to see some animals who really love the sun? Climb aboard my tail. The basking shark shimmies himself forward, so Nectar is sitting right at the end of his tail. And suddenly, Nectar is flicked far into the sky and is hurtling high above his little island home, high across lands he has never heard of. And then, he's plunged back towards the earth, looking desperately for the softest landing possible. There, over there, a huge patch of glorious, gleaming, shining, steaming mud waits to catch him and bring him safely back to earth. Nectar falls into the muddy pool with a plop and a squelch, and he rises to the surface, wriggling his little round ears for all he's worth to get the mud out of them. As the mud clears, Nectar hears singing. A deep, baritone voice rolls all around him, and he opens his eyes to see a hippo lying back in the mud, blowing bubbles and singing to himself. Oh, how much I love just to lie in the mud. Good for my skin and for cooling my blood. The sun is my favorite, but it makes me sweat. Sweat that has colored a glorious red. Nectar rubs his eyes, checking he really got the last of the mud out, and looks across at the wallowing hippo. Excuse me, he says, startling the hippo who accidentally swallows a mouthful of mud and sits coughing and spluttering for a while as he registers the presence of a strange-looking bear in his private mud pool. Once the hippo has calmed down, Nectar tries again. Excuse me, he says. I believe you said you love the sun. Oh, definitely, says the hippo. Nothing like it, is there? spraying a fountain of mud into the air and smiling across at Nectar. Nectar scratches his head. With a golden patch upon my chest, I surely love the sun the best. The hippo laughs, and the mud around him bubbles and fizzes, and looks as if it's dancing and laughing along with the huge animal. <laughs> you love the sun, I love the sun. Does it matter who loves it the most? He asks. You're the third animal who has said that to me, says Nectar. A snake slithers to the edge of the watering hole. Off his back hops a bright green gecko, 
who is sporting the most remarkable eyes dressed with blue eyeshadow. I am a mamba, says the slithering snake, sliding slowly into the muddy pool. And I love the sun. And I am a Madagascan day gecko, says the little lizard, walking on webbed feet to the water's edge. And I also love the sun. The sky turns red and blue as flocks of parrots fly overhead, and they all call out in unison. We love the sun too! A tiny red and black insect comes and taps Nectar on his shoulder. Nectar wheels around to see who is tickling him, and the little bug announces in a surprisingly deep voice. I am a boxholder bug, and I love the sun. Nectar stands and rubs his chest cleaning off the mud that covers his glorious golden blaze, and asks in a worried voice, With a golden patch upon my chest, I surely love the sun the best. The pinkest of pink flamingos sidles up to Nectar, and stands tall and proud on one leg, the way flamingos have a habit of doing. I love the sun. It keeps me warm. I hate the park from dusk till dawn. I stand on one leg, stopping heat, escaping from my pink-webbed feet. So, says Nectar, looking slowly around him, you all love the sun, and you all have reasons for loving the sun. The animals all nod and smile at him. So, says Nectar, finally realizing what they've all been trying to tell him. It doesn't matter which of us loves the sun the most. The animals chuckle amongst themselves and nod at him. So, says Nectar, getting the hang of it at last. It doesn't mean the sun loves me less, just because you all love it too. The animals laugh and cheer, smiling at the sun bear, who has finally learned what they've been trying to tell him. The parrots fly around and around, whisking together a whirlwind that picks Nectar up and dashes him around the world back to his jungle in Borneo. And there is where we should probably leave him. On his favourite sleeping platform high up in the trees, his golden chest gleaming in the sunlight. And that's the story of Nectar and his rainforest honey balloon. Do you know any other animals that love the sun? Have you ever seen a frog sunbathing on a lily pad? Or a squirrel lazing on top of a dustbin? Or a little rabbit snoozing in a raspberry bush? I once saw a cat sleeping in a Wellington boot. Let me know by sending a message or voice note via the link in the show notes. We may even play it next episode. Now. I'm going to leave you with a jungle-themed joke. How do orangutans make toast? They put it under the gorilla. <laughs> Get it? The grill-ah. <laughs> See you later, koala kids. Keep on shining.